0: Guys, this is part two of the episode. If you haven't heard part one yet, what are you doing here? Click on that and listen and then come back here. But the rest of you is here's part two. You're quite lucky where you are. Actually no, wait, maybe you're maybe you're not so lucky because even though reading is Because Reading is quite densely densely populated, there's quite a lot of nights already running there. But so I'm guessing it's you've had to have worked quite hard to make sure that everyone is on the same page and that no one is yeah no one is stepping on each other's toes. If that makes
1: sense. Yeah, I mean, there's inevitably going to be some stepping on people's toes, especially as you get a bit more um, get more serious about it. Yeah, But, but you know, we all work together to to not not do things unnecessarily. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure we're not booking the same headliners, don't do things on the same nights either. Yeah. I mean that was the original premise of Mates Rates Comedy the Sunday afternoon was to put it put it somewhere where it was was not t- treading on anyone's toes mm. and kind of building the scene in that mm. way. Well we're running pro Friday night shows now. Yeah. Um, yeah,
2: we got, yeah we got, so yeah. we have
1: so we've got so we've got our ambition is to is to make it like the new comedy store but in yeah. Reading Parkshire.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh so, but we do have plans to do, eventually do a kind of Sunday afternoon alternative comedy night. Okay. Right. Because the club, the, the club is basically like an American club mm. in Berkshire. So that the kind of the more alternatives, you, you need jokes basically to do well there. So the more alternative style of, of talking and, and it being less structured. Mm that that doesn't that hasn't really worked so far so we want to we don't want to completely we want to create a space for that eventually mm. but right now it's more focused on the setup, up punchline kind of jokes. well of, like, that's the that's the space we've kind of created yeah uh, not not deliberate well kind of i mean we wanted to make an american comedy club mm. and so that and that's that's kind of what we've created okay.
0: is it in the same space as the public is it is it in the purple turtle, or is it in that little dungeon bit or is it...? I
1: mean, yeah, it's, in that base, it's socially oh, distanced in that basement. That nice. How have you, that's the question. How have you
0: managed to do social distance
1: in that basement? We, well, you, you have tables. We've got a limited number of people. So it's limited to 32 people. Uh, the tables are one metre apart from each other. We have divider screens yeah. the doors are open to uh, have flow. People are expected to obey the rules around social distancing and wearing yeah. masks. We send people all that information beforehand so they know what the rules are, and we have pictures of the venue as well so people can make an informed decision over the risk. I mean, there's inevitably a risk at the moment, but, yeah. but the, all of the appropriate steps have been taken to ensure safety, and, um, Yeah, and, and, and it, looks, it looks good, and it, yeah, there's, there's, there's good space between the, the, the spacing is done in a way that's responsible. Mm. That's it's great. not about. It's not about like. It's it's about the spirit of the law has been obeyed as well as the the letter of the law. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> good line, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Like, when's your first gig? When's your first show? My like... first show was on Friday, man. Wasn't so nice. this is the this is the first podcast since it since it. Ah, so we had we... Harry Harriet Kemsley down. Oh, nice. Uh, had uh, had Marisha Harter opening. Nice. Marius Shahata is like one of my comedy heroes. Nice one. That's, oh, so, that's,
0: always, that's always good, isn't it? When you get to introduce someone onto stage that you've been watching for ages.
1: Yeah, although like, I was so nervous, like <laughs> it, was t- <laughs> it was like you know, like as meeting someone who I he really admire. It was r- ridiculous, but uh,
0: suppose so it's the thing of like never meeting heroes kind of thing, isn't there? Because you don't know how. They really aren't going to be around you, but oh
1: yeah, fun? she. I mean, she was fine, but it's just you're yeah. running a gig, but also you 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 want you really want this person to like you. Yeah, that's right. Which is probably so, not. You shouldn't be thinking about that when you run a gig. You should be thinking about running an efficient gig.
0: <laughs> but like there's a bit, there's a, always a little part of you, isn't there? It's like thinking I really want to be on this person's good side.
1: Yeah, yeah. This person is so cool, and what I think. Comedy is. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah well, I've had that experience a, a couple of times uh, where, um because I sort of co-run Healing, at the, mo- at the moment we've been getting pro-headliners coming out for our thing.
1: Ah, uh, nice.
0: Yeah, so when I've been able to do that, I've been a bit like, okay, even though I got to treat them like other comics, it is a bit like, ooh.
1: You do get starstruck, don't you? Even if they're not, like, that famous. If, if you yeah. just... Obviously you know,
0: it's, you, in from, it's in from telly, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, you look up to these people, don't you, as well?
0: Well, because you think, because you look at them and think, okay, this, it's, this whole thing that we're doing, even though we're kind of in the trenches and we're in a bit of a weird state right now, it is possible to get out of this and actually yeah. do well.
1: Yeah, they're like the they're like the the examples of what you can be. Has there been a what's the
0: audience has been? What have the audience has been like?
1: Since? We've only had we had one, but uh, it's it's been well. I mean, so, well, we had the summer showcase actually. Yeah. So the summer showcase was kind of that was a summer event and it was outdoors. Mm. Uh, that, now, was, that was the, that was kind of its own thing. The, that was in the
0: beer bit of a, the beer garden bit
1: of a cocktail, wasn't it? Yeah, that was outside. And that audience was, oh, uh, it was half. It was it was it was the first collaboration between me and Carl. Mm-hmm. So it was like uh, half the middle class liberals from classic mates' rates comedy,
0: and then half of Carl's from Carl. of Carl's Dungeon Crew. <laughs> oh my god! I genuinely used to love being in at the purple turtle with. Cut with Carl's audience because they would just not give a shit. They would just yeah.
1: It, I mean, it was a little bit. It was a little bit more uh, pl- polite than 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 a, that because it's outside and it's in daylight. But it was yeah. It was a nice group of people and and lots of people from each each uh, each dem- each group basically.
0: Well, I, mean, I, I don't mean they didn't give a shit. I mean like they were no, no, they didn't. They no, they were nice they were, people. They were nice and they was like they were just down. They were down for a lot, but. They would let you know if they didn't like you, and I was like, that's, "Yeah, like,
1: the audience, I really like." But they were more forgiving than the mates' rates people. Really? Well, well then, mates' I'm rates, mates' rate people will just listen. Middle, yeah, like well, that's the
0: that's the thing. Like the more middle class you are, the less likely you are to laugh out
1: loud. But they, yeah, they would politely listen. They would politely listen to your jokes, but uh-huh. that meant that if if you had good punchlines, you would do well. But if you were more like momentum kind of person Uh, that would be that would be difficult yeah
0: you see i yeah i i I just don't get it i just really really don't get the stiff upper lip man if you're going to if you're going to a comedy show but then suppose like those are if
1: it's a sunday afternoon one on top of a restaurant Mm. it's good it's going to have a certain vibe to it isn't it
0: well, yeah, it kind of depends. It depends because I did a lot of. Um, it
1: wasn't, I a it lot wasn't a bad audience, though, so it, but it just was more. It just was more. It just different. It was. It's very much its own thing. Yeah,
0: but I'm saying I just find that like generally the middle class middle class audiences like they'll come with a bit more of a uh, okay, I've watched Live, the Apollo, make me laugh, kind of thing. Yeah. Game. Whereas working class audiences, they come from, they come from they come from work, obviously, and um, they. That they're just down there for like a bit, for like a date night, and just
1: down there to have a good time, have a few drinks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I can't obviously the working class, and middle class, that was and lift, I, I wouldn't. Uh, no. Not saying that you are, but I, I, don't want to say what working class people do. Uh, but, no. but, it, it, <laughs> but I see. Yeah, you do feel like it's more. Of a, I think, I think because with, I guess it's more like it's more night out, isn't it? Yeah. Where, where for middle class people, it might be more of a cultural experience.
0: And, and I guess it also depends on how the night's been run as well. Like how, yeah, it
1: depend- yeah, it was all on that. It's all on that. Yeah. Like,
0: if you're kind of running it like as if it is, even if it isn't, if, if it is like the Apollo, then you're probably going to do a lot better than, some- than someone who is.
1: Well, that that's why we do, that's why with Mates for H, you now I wear a suit when I do it. I wear a I oh, okay. wear a white shirt, because that makes it look, it's like showbiz, it's like this is serious. Okay. Um, We we uh, we I mean we have you know you you send the the guidance in terms of the how to behave on the night. So what are your house rules? Then? Or how... uh, we have well uh, we send it well, we we send the we send the social distancing guidelines. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's... ask them to arrive early, and then it's just you know don't don't heckle, don't talk, join the acts. Um, sexism, homophobia, and racism won't be tolerated. Mm. And then we just go have a nice time. We're all here to have fun. <laughs>
2: but...
1: Yeah, fair. but you create you create a vibe with that stuff. And also, we have a safeguarding policy now as well. Yeah, that's kind so of that me. is that is uh, if you're if you're um there's a co- there's a contact if you if you are made to feel uncomfortable at the show, which is neat. Yeah. And if you feel uncomfortable going to me, there's a name contact. Who you can talk to? Mm. Uh, we've got, you know, you can, you can, if if you don't feel comfortable going on with another act, we've, yeah. we've written that you can contact us and we'll move you. Yeah. So all of that, all of that stuff creates a vibe on the night.
0: That's really good because uh, up until about like literally, I think today, there hasn't been any HR in comedy when there really does need to be.
1: Is there HR department now? Sort of. Um,
0: I think it's something called get off, get off comedy.
1: Oh, uh, you can outsource your HR department to another. Something like, something like that. Uh,
0: that's I've interesting. Been, I've not really read too much into it. So I, I saw someone posted it like just before we came on, just before we came on this call, and I've not read really into it. But it's something that I think definitely does need to happen because otherwise we'll get. A situation like we got very, like we all had very, that very, list, the list, well, the lists, plural, yeah, that was that was a very, very that was a okay, that was a fucking low point and caught for all of us, I think, at that point.
1: Well, it was just very, really, it was just sad, it was very sad, and it, I think that, I mean, it was the woman who did it turned out to be quite ill, yeah. Um, but that it happens kind of, I think the, the worst thing is that it undermines effort to, exactly. to to make positive change because it was done in such a, a bad and unprofessional way. Yeah.
0: But yeah, that that was just like, and the fact that people can edit it and put names on if they wanted to.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the initial idea is, not I think like, well, there's always a level of, inf- I'm not that we do this or anything, but there's always a level of information sharing between promoters and uh, and yeah yeah and yeah yeah well i mean and we know that women women comics have unofficial you know when you become a woman comic you and you you get in the community of female comics yeah that, you know they do information share and they say this guy
0: is a right, I mean so.
1: yeah yeah and it, so it's kind of there's a case to be made that these informal mm. systems should be turned into a kind of a, a more bigger one
2: mm. that
1: that promoters can use yeah but you don't just get to declare yourself John Wayne and no. uh, and start shaming people. No, it's true. It's yeah. true. like I think we can't... should have. I think we need to think about what good practice is, mm. and we should try and spread it. But anyway, I, I don't know. I'm afraid of saying. I'm afraid that it, that if I say something, I'll get I'll get pulled down. Know, yeah, so
0: you, that was probably the most nuanced and very balanced. But the answer to that question, I think you could. Yeah. Have, I think you could have given but them.
1: we are both men. <laughs>
0: but it's true. Like what? What the fuck? What the fuck do we know? Yeah, <laughs> we do not know. We didn't know. Um, we've. Here's the thing, well, because we don't know, we can't ever say what women got. We can't ever say what women go. What women go through. We can only just. Yeah. Empathise, and we can just try ourselves to be as unassholeish as possible.
1: Well, and and also create good practice. I that's think right. I think I think we need to think about what is a good first step and we'll work together on that. I mean, swing dancing had its own. Swing dancing had its original sexual harassment crisis. Well,
0: I suppose. You, well, for swing dancing, it's a whole different kettle of fish because you're very, very, very intimately close to the person you're doing it with. So that's
1: and there's a whole conversation around consent in terms of dancing with with people as well. Mm. I mean, one of the best dance classes I've done was a blues dance class about close hold and the whole class was you have to ask someone for consent to go into close hold really? and you have to say no to at least one person and at least one person has to say no to you to get people in the habit of using words to ask to go into close hold and saying no. That's brilliant. That's- yeah, it's one of the best classes in the world.
0: Right.
1: I mean, you've not convinced me to do
0: swing dancing ever, but I'm really. But no. I'm like, I'm like, it does sound really, really interesting. Well, that's and blues. That's blues. Blues dancing. <laughs> okay. Um, right. So, Red Dwarf.
1: Yes. <laughs> God, I hope you're going to have fun cutting this, mate.
0: <laughs> Conf- confession I've not seen Red Dwarf for a very, very, very long time.
1: Do well, I mean. you only need to watch episode season one to six anyway. Okay um
0: but i'm obviously aware about what it is and who and who's in it blah 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 um so why was that the one that you chose
1: well i don't really like sitcoms no. <laughs> and that and that is the one sitcom i like
0: okay why don't you like sitcoms That's I because
1: f- I, I like stand-up man and i don't like I, I just don't i don't get anything out of these you know these hacky engineered situations i don't know i'm being I'm, that's too strong i just i don't get anything out of it i, I like I, I can watch Seinfeld i like that but okay. i don't know it's it, it, it don't know it doesn't it doesn't impress me okay maybe maybe i'm too snobbish i i like i like i like i, I think like some of it like like new girl and things like that annoyed me really. I mean, I a lot kind of it,
0: of, I can kind of understand "New Girl" a little bit. I mean, even though I did enjoy it. But why did
1: it specifically annoy you? I just watching. Well, all the all the men in these things are just terrible, like manipulative, sexists, aren't they? Apart from Winston, in, apart from, in, from Winston, in,
0: yeah, Winston was. <laughs> Winston was the only properly good act. But yeah, uh, there was
1: there was one where they had the woman from um, Russian Doll. Not seen Russian and she Doll. She was like. But, oh, you not seeing it? Okay, well, they basically have this brilliant character actress who's, who's amazing. Yeah. And the whole joke was that this guy who's good-looking has sex with this woman who's not as good-looking at weddings. Oh. Okay. And then at the end, they have sex, and the joke is she's not that good-looking and they have sex. Oh, okay. And I was like, she's a brilliant character actress. You'd be lucky to have sex <laughs> with her. <laughs> Why is this... About-
0: well, that's, well, the thing about new girls that they in the at least for the beginning seasons like seasons one to three they were all man out of man well the men at least were man children and they needed a lot of growing they needed a lot of growing up and i would honestly say for someone that watched the majority of it they did there were they did progress as characters Okay. So they became less like they were in the original. In the
1: original Maybe I'm season. dismissing it because I've only watched that like, half of the first season, and mm. then I was like, "I, I, mean, I, like
0: it's one of those things where if you like it, you like it; if you don't,
1: you don't." But I think the, I think just, I, I like, I, I like, I like stand up because I like the idea that it's looking for truth, yeah, and that you're you're learning about someone, you're seeing the world through someone else, and I just, I find, I think sitcoms are just a bit too shallow, and, and not, not everything has to be deep, but I think in general. I but Red that, Wolf is different. Yeah.
0: So why it's dumb, you know, but
1: philosophical.
0: So why do you think Red... So why do you think Red Wolf is different or makes it different to... Obviously, it's in space, but what makes it... Then what makes the writing different to something like, say, I don't know, Black Blackadder or something
1: like that? Well, you're probably... I mean, I like... I, yeah, you're probably... I mean, I'm probably wrong on this as well. This is just... I mean, I'm... I'm I think I... I don't. People can enjoy. No, you, say you're,
0: so you're right. Your opinion. Your opinion is. I'm going to. It'll be
1: more interesting backs. podcast if I just say I'm right. Like, wait. Uh, no. I think. Well. I just think. You know. It's the working class in space. So that's good. Uh, so my family's working class, and so whenever my my granddad worked in the mines, and my great grandparents were um were you know were people worked in the kitchens of rich people in Oxford. I've now become I'm, We've become middle class, but whenever you see representation of working class people, I have a strong affinity with that. So when it's like oh when it's like sci fi and working class people, that's kind of a cool thing for me. Oh. Uh, and and I like that they I like that they explore philosophical concepts in it. Yeah, okay. Like they have a dumb joke about Sartre. <laughs> we don't like existentialists here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how old were you when you discovered well, when you first started
1: watching it? Oh yeah, that, well that's probably why as well. We at uni in third year, we just watched ah, all of it together as a house. Really, okay. it reminds me of those happy days. Of okay. us all sat watching Red Dwarf. Oh, you see,
0: I watched it when I watched it for about a year when I was thirteen years old, and really, and I did like it, but have not gone back to it since. Even though it's one of those things that's constantly on my list of things to watch, especially because. They keep bringing out
1: new seasons of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too fussed about the new seasons, um, but one, one to six are very good. Mm. Uh, and, and yeah, they, they explore. I mean, it's, it's just, it's a mixture of, it, you've got lots of dumbness, mm. but then it has other stuff going on behind, which is always nice.
0: Um, so what would be your favourite episode
1: of I like the one where Rimmer gets moon on a planet, Mm. So, so Rimmer's a hologram, and he's like he's like cowardly, and he thinks he's a general, but actually he's a loser, mm. and he's the one who everyone laughs at, but we all identify with Rimmer. We all actually are Rimmer. Mm. It's like uh, it's like Rick and Morty. We're not Rick. We're we're um, we're Jerry's, um, yeah. but uh, we all. But and then he gets ruined on the planet. Um, and you, he gets up through this black hole. So by the time the crew gets there, it's ten thousand years afterwards. And he basically clones himself, and then has sex with himself, and an yeah. entire, and then an entire society of rimmers is created. And then they have to rescue the hologram from this society of rimmers.
0: <laughs> That's okay. You okay? You've made me. I'm on half term now, so you've made me with that little description. You've made me think I'm going to be sitting down and watching Red Door.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. The storylines are completely crazy <laughs> <laughs> and weird.
0: So, why do you think it's still such a
1: cultural phenomenon right now? Because we don't make we don't make TV shows like that anymore, mm. where where it's a bit more improvisational and and it's not slick and and it looks low budget. Yeah. And also, it took them about three series to work it out. Mm. But now shows get cancelled after the one series, if, even if they're good, because they want to reel more people in. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you can't have that now because um, you, you, the way it's set up is that it has to be a slick product. Mm. And you don't have it now also because we don't have working-class people on TV anymore. That's true. Because they pulled the drawbridge up on like social mobility. Mm. So we, you know, you won't have working class people being on TV. You, we will get privately educated people putting on working class accents. Yeah, so, definitely. so you get, um, yeah, that's basically what Eastenders made up of, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we've, so, so the the social conditions mm. where you know we lived in a more socially mobile society because we had tax and spend policies and a welfare state mm. made something like Red Wolf possible, but also this world where you could experiment in, in a benign BBC if you were lucky and, you know not a perfect system you know, and, and now people can make their own things now but you wouldn't the conditions of, of a show like uh, Red Dwarf don't exist anymore I don't think mm. and if they do they exist in different and a different way to what they did
0: alright um, to wrap it up what if um, in, in one sentence say why you think that Red Dwarf is probably one of the best sitcoms out there
1: uh, because it's funny dumb but also clever you've literally described almost every comedian that I know <laughs> uh, exactly well that's it you want ones <laughs> and also everyone in it is a stand-up comic
0: yeah more or less
1: um,
0: so Nick it's been lovely chatting to you mate um, lovely
1: chatting to you Cole where, um, where can people find you um, uh, at the Global Caf in Reading <laughs> 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 that's where I live uh, no <laughs> uh, you can find, well if you like Mates Rates Comedy on Facebook mm. uh, you'll see the start of this new comedy club that's going to going to be you know going to be a new comedy institution before you know it uh, if you it's at, at Mates Rates Comedy on Instagram we have a very good Instagram feed because we have been a pro photographer taking pictures of things uh, you can like me a Nick Byard comedy promoter so that's how I'm presenting myself now nice uh, and uh, yeah Twitter is Nicholas Byard it's just like it is the mates rates comedy thing but it's just me but we're serious on Instagram and Facebook we are particularly serious updating oh and also follow our MC Carl Richards because he, he's oh, okay. um, he's the man he's, yeah. he's the partner in this enterprise and he's the man plan so uh, well I'm the man with the plan he's the man with the MC man. but yeah so on those platforms